My man, Thomas. Your man, Pots and Pans. That's right, baby. You're my man, Pots and Pans. Hey, bursting with energy today, pal. Bursting! <laughs> so, you ever hear of these guys that call themselves the Flat Earthers? Kyrie Irving? Well, that's just one guy. But there actually is an organization called the Flat Earther Society. And they've booked a cruise next year. They're planning to take a cruise to the South Pole so they can reach the end of the world. You know, I think that cruise is going to be called the SS Ship of Fools. Yeah, because you know what happens? If you're a flat earther and you're going all the way to the edge, you're an edgy person. <laughs> but not only that, you could fall off. You think they packed their parachutes? Boy, I hope so. Would it really change our lives, though, if we found out it was flat? How could anybody possibly have these kind of ideas after we've seen the round Earth spinning from outer space? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because one of the main reasons where these flat earthers believe this stuff, they get it on YouTube. A couple knuckleheads who push this stuff have these sites that people go to and they believe it. The Kyrie Irving fan club? I guess. I want to know how these people explain Australia. How do they explain Australia? Way down there in the bottom? How does that happen? In the land down under. Do you think they wear little tinfoil hats when they go on this cruise? Instead of a tinfoil hat, how about a dunce cap? <laughs> I wish I could be on that cruise just to see their disappointed little faces. Mm. I bet they're all vegans too, don't you think? Don't know, but I just found out this morning that Kale is suddenly bad for you. See, everything that's supposed to be good for you ends up being bad for you. What they say everything about, bad for you ends up being good for you. What they say about kale? The number three highest pesticide food oh. in the world. Oh. So you're eating all that poison. Number three. Wow. You need to turn on the Google machine, <laughs> do your research, and come back to us next time we visit and talk about all the things that are supposed to be good for you that are suddenly bad for you. Right. Now, now I just heard that baby aspirin's bad for you. Unless, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Unless you have, you know, heart disease or if you had a stroke or something like that. Actually, I heard that baby aspirin can actually induce a stroke. And what about this thing with eggs? <laughs> right? You know, one now minute eggs are bad, right. the next minute they're good, and now they're bad again. What's up? Maybe we ask these people in the flat earthers to explain some of this stuff. Every time you ask these people to explain themselves, you know what they point out? They like to point out that the word plane is in the word planet. Get it? Plane, planet, flat. These mm. are some real knuckleheads, Thomas. Flat brainers. That's it. That's a good one. My thoughts and prayers for these brave people as they go on that, that ship to the South Pole. T's and P's. Where do they think the oceans go? They just drop off the like the big Niagara Falls? Yeah, there's a big giant waterfall <laughs> there somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. We've got this world, man. We have so many strange people. It's and just... when we ask these questions, you know, quite often we ask that big looming question, What's this world coming to? Dot. And we know it's not coming to a flat place. No, right. no, no. It's coming to our daily podcast. And the address is what's this world coming to.com. Tom and Mike. Thomas, do you know that men are three times more likely to admit that they've never seen a doctor in the past year? They're just admitting it. Right. Well, they'll, they'll admit it. They say, I haven't seen a doctor in a year. Three times more t than women do that. And guess what? They're three times more likely to complain, right? You don't have a problem going to a doctor, do you? No. Neither do I. But here's why men don't go to a doctor. I've got a very hot, sexy <laughs> I know. Doctor. I don't want to talk about it. They don't have a doctor. That's the one. <laughs> You're a strange Yeah, man. you know, because we have these conversations off mic. Right. All I'm going to say about my doctor is, 
Robert Kraft needs to make an appointment. There you go. <laughs> She's all hands. <laughs> so here are the reasons why men. Oh, am I being too edgy today? No. no. Somebody why, told me I was being too edgy. Here's why men don't see a doctor. First, they don't have a doctor. Two, they don't have insurance. They say there's probably nothing wrong with them. I don't have the time. I don't want to spend the money. Doctors don't do anything. I don't want to hear what he might tell me or she might tell me. I'd rather tough it out. And their final one, I've got probophobia. Probophobia. Yeah, yeah, baby. That's when you go to that prostate yeah, doctor with the big hands. That's right. <laughs> and here's the tip, guys. You never want to go to a urologist, proctologist who can palm a basketball, right? Exactly. And we've talked about this before. Now, you know, I kid about my doctor. She's right. very nice. She's very attractive. That's not why I go to her. In fact, I go to only female doctors. And do you know why? Why? Because they, they listen. They listen. Yes. And I'm telling you, when you're searching for a physician, you want somebody to listen. And it's an age-old fact. Just ask my wife or your wife. Men don't listen. Right. So I highly recommend a female doctor. I don't care what she looks like as long as she listens. And she's good. And she's got nice hands. Right. I like to have a doctor that has a good sense of humor. Remember, about four or five years ago, I had that big operation. I asked my doctor if I could have sex. He said, yeah, but only with my wife, because that way I don't want you to get too excited. Mm. See that? That's a, that's a humor right there. Yeah, that guy is <laughs> he's a funny doctor. You never see Dr. Strike, Dr. do Fun. you? Fun! You, you never see Dr. Strike, do you? No. Because if you did... You'd have to get a pharmacist to just read their picket signs because <laughs> they don't right. write too good. They don't write too good. <laughs> right. You know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, especially if you aim at his head. You know that? Yeah. You aim right at that old noggin of theirs and they'll mm. stay away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Tom and Mike. Now, here's a question. I think, you know, you're a lot more religious than I am. And you even told me that you've read the Bible, right? I don't know that I've ever read the Bible cover to cover. It's a right. very complicated book and you kind of have to read it over and over again to sort of absorb it. But yeah, I've read the Bible quite a bit. Well, in there, I'm trying to find out, does it ever demonstrate if God had a sense of humor hmm. other than creating man in his own image? <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a story about how he picked a jackass to speak through. Right. That was kind of funny. Well, this is funny. He promised that good wives would be found in all corners of the world. Then he made the earth round and laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> You're back to that flat earth theory again. Aren't you? It's only a theory, people. He does have a sense of humor. Do you know that there's a big sign at the pearly gates that says, welcome, keep your religion to yourself. That's what makes it so peaceful up there, mm. right? Funny how that works. And they say that God only gives you what you can handle, right? Apparently, God must think I'm some badass because he gives me a lot to handle now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are the Bruce Willis of the heavenly realm. Do you ever talk to people that say God talked to them? Absolutely. And I ask them, hey, can you give me some lottery numbers? <laughs> I don't know. If you talk to God, you're religious. But if God talks to you, aren't you a little psychotic? No, no, no. There is such a thing. I, I, you know, people that have this relationship, now work with me here. All right, I'm listening. I've never heard an audible voice, but I know that God has spoken to me deep down inside. It's a whisper. It's uh, it's something I can't really even describe, but it's real. Maybe that's just your moral character and your backbone, talking to yourself. I get those whisperings constantly, okay, from myself. I know there's a difference, okay? Mm -hmm. You're not buying it, though. I don't know. I, I we'll get back. Why would to that. I lie to you? I know. I, I agree, but I'm just saying it's hard for me to understand all that kind of stuff when I see so many little children 
Well, if you really want to understand, you just need to become a seeker. You just choose to say, okay, well, I can't really see anything out there, but you see the effects of God all around you, right? Have you ever really seen the wind? Of course not. But you see the effects of the wind, right? Right. Okay, it's the same kind of thing. Hello, is anybody there? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to take that all in. You know. Okay. Well, think about it. I know. Be a seeker. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Ask, right. seek, knock. It's just so tough for some people like myself try and get into religion when you see so many people abusing that. Um, whether it's Catholic priests, whether it's charlatans on TV, whether it's fundamentalists that think that they have the all gives the answers. me more faith. Do you know why? Why? Because I know in this world there is good and there is evil, right. and the devil is alive and well. And you know, one of his primary instruments is the church. Sadly, you know, it's like you saying, "Okay, I have this prejudged idea about certain people." And they're all that way. Okay, all evangelicals are bad because of my own personal experience. That's kind of shallow and narrow-minded, is it not? But then you see someone like Jimmy Carter, who in his 90s is still There preaching. you go. See, there's a great example of what a Christian should look like. Right. And you, actually, for people who don't know, took a trip down there all on your own to listen to him preach on one Sunday, right? That's right. This is how we know God has a sense of humor. Jimmy Carter is a very funny man, and he, you, have you ever seen that side of him? He is, he's a fun, you know, he's got that big smile, Right. and when he teaches Sunday school, because I was in his Sunday school class, he's very, very engaging because of his sense of humor. So back to your original question, does God have a sense of humor? Yes, because we're made in his image, and we have a sense of humor. And we, Tom and Mike, have a sense of humor on most days. And if you don't have faith, you don't believe it, just go to our daily podcast, You'll Learn Quickly. The address, what's this world coming to.com. Tom and Mike. So, this Texas guy lives outside of Abilene, Texas. And there was a big storm there, a windstorm, and knocked out his cable. Something happened down underneath his house. He had to check the cable or something. So he crawls down underneath his house, and he sees a couple snakes. So he scurries out of there. And he, I love this. He calls Big County Snake Removal. Big County Snake Removal. They come, and they pull out under his house 45 deadly rattlesnakes. So it was more like a crawl space he was in under. Right? Yeah. And there was 45 rattlesnakes under there. This, people, is why you have dogs. Big dogs. That is scary. I'm so jealous of the boots this guy's going to eventually have. (laughs) Yeah, really. Tom and Mike. A lack of sleep can cause a sweet tooth. Did you know that? No. Scientists discovered insomnia can make you crave sugar. They put a bunch of men, they hooked up electrodes to their scalps while they slept, and they measured their electrical activity of their brains. Then they went to a lab where they tasted 18 sugary solutions, which they then rated in order of preference. The less sleep the men got, the more they crave sugar. That's why people gain more weight yep. when they don't get as much sleep, right? Yep, and poor sleep also linked to the release of stress hormone, cortisol, which is associated with eating more. See, I could lose so much weight if I could just get more sleep. Maybe you need to suck on a couple sugar lumps that take the bed with you. No, because that causes insomnia. See, it's an endless cycle. More sugar, especially at bedtime, 
causes insomnia. And when you have insomnia, what do you crave? More sugar. It's that whole carb thing you've been preaching, right? Right. Here's a question for you. Why does your sweet tooth never listen to your wisdom tooth? Why? I don't know. Are they, you think oh, I thought would... you had a joke. No, I'm just asking you. Maybe because it doesn't have ears? Yeah. <laughs> you know that stress spelled backward is dessert? Oh, stressed. Yes. Oh, I didn't hear the D yes. at the end. Okay. But I think uh, I do suffer a little bit too much sweet tooth because the other day I went to the dentist. And he said, what sort of filling do you want? And I said, chocolate, please. <laughs> uh, Have you ever been to the dentist and they're cleaning your teeth and they get to the part where it's time to polish your teeth? Yeah. And then they use some kind of funky flavor? Yep. I was at the dentist once. They used chocolate. It wasn't really chocolate, but it was a chocolate-flavored toothpaste. Mm. Worst idea ever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, it's not what you want to clean your teeth with, chocolate. Tom and Mike. Now, when young Thomas takes young Karen out on a night on the town, does your wife take a long time to get ready? Oh, yeah, it drives me crazy. And she is forever late. How about yours? No, I got her trained pretty good. Listen to you. <laughs> Men actually take 20 to 30 minutes, or women take 60 to 90 minutes. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I think I'm on the low end of the cycle. I'm Mr. Low Maintenance. I think I'm 15, 20 minutes. Boom, I'm ready. Women shower. They do something with their skin. They moisturize it. Got to put on the face. The makeup. The hair. And then they got to take off the face. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, the biggest problem they go through is to go into a full closet, can't find anything to wear, and have a 15-minute breakdown instead of getting ready. All those shoes. You know, when women tell you that she'll be ready in five minutes, you have time, just enough time, to do the New York Times crossword puzzle, build a deck, and go for a run. Yeah, exactly, because you know it's not going to be five minutes. <laughs> when your husband says you're beautiful without makeup, now you don't believe anything that I've ever told you. That's what most women say. No credibility. My wife always tells me there's nothing more like taking a long romantic walk down the makeup aisle. She loves to do that. With all the spritzers in hand. Yeah. You're with your wife. Yeah. And you're walking down the makeup aisle. Yeah. And you've got 10 ladies coming up spritzing you. <laughs> I hate that. They should make women getting dressed a Olympic sport. My wife would take on the gold. Have you seen the latest exercise fad? Fad? Yeah. What is it? It's called bungee exercise. And there are places opening up now where you get on some kind of bungee cord. Right. And you fly all over the room. <laughs> that sounds like, like fun, doesn't it? Like Peter Pan? Yeah. I like it. I like it too. Hey, if I can burn calories and actually have fun, besides being on my treadmill, having to watch reruns of some old TV show that nobody cares about anymore, I'm there. You're there, buddy. Bungie. Bungie Just call Tom. me TK Thomas Magnum Bungie. Bungie Ken. Ken. Tom and Mike.